When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hey, everybody. If anybody has seen Patrick Royce, tell him to call us, would you? Oh, is he on the line? Patrick, Patrick. Royce. Hello, ladies. How are you? Well, do you have a do you have a voice uh, left? Because I know you have really been making the rounds. I don't know why we were. I was so shocked when I read on Twitter yesterday from you that Sid Hartman had died. I mean, I, I know he's old. He's not old. He's a hundred. He's a hundred. Right. That's not old. That's something beyond old. But, but I mean, we're all the same way. Yeah, so I guess we we're so used to having him in our life. So I know that you've been, um, you know, you were on with talking with Sushre and you in the start to view. Yeah, and I just it. thought we got to we got to talk to you about uh, Sid Hartman. Well, uh, a team of psychoanalysts could uh, really have fun trying to figure out uh, what what drove this man, but he was the most driven guy I've ever been around. Even once he became very financially secure, he still needed whatever it was. He needed people to know him, uh, who he was. He needed, uh, and Tim McGuire, who was his boss for a long time at the Star Tribune, I talked to him about it. Sid was uh, this poor kid from, you know, North Minneapolis, and he, it was an eternal search for acceptance is what he thinks. So uh, anyway, that's – but, you know, he always was a big supporter of the home teams and, and uh, stuff like that. He was mostly, in his, at least when he was at, in, at the top of his game, he was a breaker of news, but he also – his other instinct was to always support the home team. So mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I guess I didn't realize that, and I was reading the um, your uh, story that you had in the Star Tribune. I mean, the blank sports page. I mean, it was so lovely. I mean, it was so nice, but um, I didn't realize a lot about him. I guess I just have known him as this three-column-a-week <laughs> sports writer who gets scoop and lectures people sometimes, and I didn't realize all the ways that... He was uh, impacting Minnesota sports teams. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, what the heck you have? What what do we got? We got uh, generation is 20 years, and he became prominent in the middle of so four generations of uh, Minnesota people have grown up with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, people my age, I just turned 75. I mean, we, we've never really from the time, you know, from the time I started reading the newspaper as a kid, Right. I've known Sid. I've known Sid my whole life. I know in the existence of Sid, that's very, uh, that's very unusual. Uh, and he was, uh, you know, I, I'm getting a lot of uh, messages about 
you know, sorry of your what's about the passing of your friend. Certainly a colleague. We weren't exactly chums at all times. You know, mm-hmm. we kind of uh, we kind of came at it from a different angle. Uh, I, I tried to hold the local teams to a, a high standard and. Sid, with Sid, they were always right. So mm-hmm. uh, it was, okay. it was, we kind of did. We kind of lived a little differently. Yeah. Well, I mean, and that's kind of one of the things I think that about that Sid maybe got is that there is, even though I know sports people take their sports very seriously, there is an element of drama and soap opera and all this other other stuff that you can't help but notice with sports stories. Well, it's there, sure. It's a, it's a, it's a, you know, to me, uh, it's always been uh, kind of a, a, a fun thing to cover, though. I mm-hmm. mean, it's, it's you, you, you can get away with, uh, you know, you can get away. You have a much bigger license to say stuff than yeah. you do in other. Uh, but Sid, you know, it was serious business for Sid. There's no doubt about it. He wanted to, he, you know, he helped build new stadiums. He campaigned for new stadiums. He mm-hmm. campaigned to get Major League Baseball here. He, uh, you know, he he was the general manager of the Minneapolis Lakers. Basically, it was a different. He grew up in a different era where we were trying to prove ourselves as a major league market, and they were when St. Paul and Minneapolis were bitter enemies, and they were battling each other all the time and uh it, it, it's a different era and uh that's where he comes from and uh that's how he ended up being like the best friend of all the local teams mm-hmm. yeah that's that is amazing. a different perspective mm-hmm. and we talk about it four generations of people i remember listening to him on the radio every saturday morning too yeah um and things like that how many years have you been writing patrick for the star tribune we're just talking with patrick uh, well, I started in St. Paul in 68, and then I came to Minneapolis in 88. So mm-hmm. the interesting thing about him is when I, I worked in St. Paul for 20 years, and then I worked in Minneapolis now for 32, and our relationship never changed. <laughs> You're still the enemy. Right. He wants the story. He wants the attention. He does not want you to. He competed against everybody, including the other sports writers on his own staff. Yeah. <laughs> so to get the scoop and to get the story. Yeah, to, to get the scoop, to get the story, to get the access, to get the accolades, whatever it was he was looking for. Uh, he would, uh, you know, he would he would drive to get it. His son, like talked to Chad last night, we're buddies. Yeah. And uh, he said that. Uh, you know, Chad spent a lot of time in the in the sports business. He now does general interest uh, sports talk. I mean, talk show, but uh, in sports business. And he declares that his father, even having covered sports, his father is the most competitive person he ever met. And I believe him. Yeah, and isn't that something that it doesn't go away with time? I mean, I remember being competitive, but not like. That's amazing, and that's mm-hmm. probably why he lived that's such a probably, long life yeah. and worked so long, and people's drives are so different. Well, you know, his uh, family is, was uh, Jewish, uh, Russian Jews, you know, Russian yeah. Jewish, Russian people, and there's that that group of Russian, you know, uh, Jewish people down by the Black Sea that routinely live 100 years. They have different genetics mm-hmm. and i think sid's one of them i think that's where he comes from wow. because until until he fell down and broke his hip and uh slipped on the ice and broke his hip in 2016 
you know, he was still running around. He wasn't, didn't have any, he didn't need any aids, uh, you know, to get around. He didn't need a walker or anything. Yeah. At 96, he was still doing fine. And then he broke his hip and that slowed him down a little bit. Yeah. You know, you said, uh, I read on Twitter last night, Patrick, that you said uh, that 12 years ago you were asked to write Sid Hartman's obituary. And and I've always been fascinated at, you know, notable obituaries and who gets assigned to them and, you know, like, do you talk to the person about it? Do they know that you're writing it? So I just want you to answer all those questions. Well, I wrote his book, you know. He's the only sports writer <laughs> that had to hire somebody else to write his autobiography. <laughs> so he hired me. So I did that in ninety, the mid-90s. I think it was published in 96. I mean, does the so, paper I mean, ask you to do that? They go, Sid's, no, you know. They, no, they no. don't ask you. Okay. They tell you. Oh, they tell you. Okay, okay. <laughs> they, they tell you. And I'm not sure it was 12. It might have been 10, but okay. it, was, it was at least 10 years ago. But they tell me, hey, well, we got advanced obits in there on quite a few people. That's it's what I thought. Something that, it's something that you can get out there quickly if it, some fella dies at 1130 at night or, right, right. or something, you know. And that's, this thing is, uh, you know, I wrote it originally, but it, it was massaged a few times through the years. We would update it every mm-hmm. once in a while. And, uh, and then they did a great job updating it today. Uh, the office did that, not me. Oh, but, so uh, good. The, the story. Sport, the, the sports desk did that. But, uh, I will tell you that I wrote it. Let's say I wrote it in, in 09, maybe. And about three years later, my boss, Glenn Carrier said, you got to update that. And I said, <laughs> okay, I'll update it. And then about, Three years after that, he said, okay, you got to update this again. And I did it. And then the last time he told me to update it, I told him to take a long walk off a short pier. <laughs> I'm not updating that thing again. <laughs> uh, you know, I just hope that uh, I don't get a byline posthumously, you know, that yeah. I'm, uh, that, when it, that it runs like eight years from now. So, oh, my uh, gosh. Well, but I... it's, yeah, those things, I mean, it, the meat of that thing was like 120 inches telling his story, and then mm-hmm. they, they topped it. And does. But the, it, it, those aren't intended to be like the finished product, but it, it's copy that they want to have available to tell us somebody's story when they don't have the good taste to die uh, before, way, way before deadline. Right. In, Sid's case, <laughs> in Sid's case, he did actually, uh, I think we the word Chad first text, uh, tweeted out that he died about noon, I think, mm-hmm. yesterday, so. But he was an interesting chat, man. He was, uh, you know, you were sometimes you were his buddy, and sometimes you were the guy trying to ruin sports. And uh, one of the last times I saw him, he says, "Man, you're writing some great columns." And I said, "Name one." <laughs> and, uh, and he looked at me and said, "All of them." All of them. Oh, see what a in good answer. Words, yeah, well, no, a good answer would have been if he could have actually named one. Yeah, I know, I was getting that. I know, we're just giving him the benefit of the doubt, Patrick. We're talking about Sid Hartman passing away, and we're with Patrick Royce. Um, Okay, so just, is there any hope for these Vikings? We're switching to- topics really quick. Uh, I am very sad that fans were not allowed in the stadium yesterday to give quarterback cousins a proper send-off at halftime. <laughs> that would have been, been wonderful. It would have been fantastic. It oh. was, uh, boy, he's, uh, talk about a guy that 
think Sid's death had perfect timing uh, with the uh, Kirk Cousins, right? Yeah, that uh, took no the kidding. conversation <laughs> away from him. It did. Yes, think uh, think uh, how bad he'd be getting beat up today. Well, we weren't all talking about Sid. I, I don't know. No, there's no hope for all him. All right, Maybe. not this year. Yeah. I said two weeks ago in Seattle, I said this is the best they got. So you're not, and they got beat. But this is the best they can play. And mm-hmm. they got beat. And now we saw, you know, the worst they can play against Atlanta. Oh, but, it's know, so the, painful. The best they can play. The best they can play is not good enough to beat a, a good team. And the worst they can play is they're good enough to beat a bat, get beat by a bad team. Right. That's, that's, yeah. But, oh. the, but the, best, the best isn't that good, and the bad is really bad. So. Yeah. Jeez. Well, I'm, I'm so glad. Well, as I always say to people who love the Vikings, they tell me they love the Vikings. Yeah. You know what I always say? Why? That's because you, you haven't met them. Oh. But, uh, <laughs> actually. Actually, this crew isn't as bad as they used to be. You're funny. They're not quite as grumpy as they used to be. Well, then Sid has done something good and kind for the Vikings one last time Mm -hmm. because that whole discussion now can be delayed for a week. Yep. Uh, I got to tell you this story about uh, when Sid broke his hip. Okay. The the, the PR guy for the uh, Vikings is Bob Hagen, who's a wonderful guy, and he loves Sid. Because he loved characters, you know, and he loved goofballs, and he'd take Sid to lunch and stuff. And when Sid broke his hip, two days later, they got beat 34-6 to in the dome, in this new dome, by Mm -hmm. uh, the Colts, I believe it was. It might have been Baltimore, I can't remember. And got beat 34-6, to and two days later, Hagen showed up at the hospital and gave Sid one of those souvenir game balls (laughs) for this rotten performance and i wasn't there but i understand sid had enough energy four days after he broke his hip to use some profanities to describe the uh that viking performance oh that's so that funny was pretty, that was a pretty good practical joke yes. that's that's pretty funny oh patrick thank you for so much for being with us it's nice to hear your voice All let's right. give him a silver yeah. butter knife steak for coming on the show there you go We've got five of I'm them. I'm glad to know. I know I'm banned from co-hosting, but at least I'm, uh, I can still be on as a guest. You can still oh, be a guest. There we, you go. We love Thank you, Patrick Royce. <laughs> Follow Patrick on uh, t- uh, Twitter, especially if you do love sports, because he is your guy. Thanks, uh, Royce. We appreciate it. All right, we come back. We got some awkward TV we got to talk about.